Hello, hello, sales fellows. Fastest way to learn sales podcast number 55. Welcome to the show, guys and girls. And let's start with a quote as usual and then followed by our main content of the show. And today's quote that I've chosen is by Jim George, an American author of more than 30, 35 books. And he once said, choose your words carefully. They reveal the inner character. Let's repeat. Choose your words carefully. They reveal the inner character. Now, I came across Tom Hopkins online, listened to a couple of his lectures, excellent content, and I thought this was worth sharing. So I, as I'm making notes, I'm like, well, this is something I need, to, I need to share with you, with you guys, my sales fellows here. So in sales, we are basically in words business, our main skill, main thing is communication and the words we use, right? So we got to be very careful in choosing the right word so that we actually make a positive impact rather than making a negative impact on our customer, especially during presentation and when we are facing them. So just because every word we use, it creates an emotion and a feeling in our customer's brain. Okay, so people usually, as Tom Hopkins very well said, people usually don't buy logically, they buy emotionally, and then later on they defend it, defend it logically. So don't use words that create our enemy, that is the fear, fear of, of purchasing or buying, right? And vocabulary is key, but just switching it up with positive to negative and and eliminating negative is what we're going to learn today. Plus, the second thing you want to do, you want to sound different, right? You want to sound different than the person, the salesperson that was before you or is coming to present the same similar product after you. So sound different with by using words like dynamic, exciting, wonderful to see how our company is improving, expanding, growing, right? Those will make you unique, make you different. But I want to, those are the positive words, right? The dynamic, exciting, wonderful uh, growth. Those type of words are, are pow- powerful and positive. And now we're going to talk about five out of 10. This is going to be two-part series. We're going to discuss five words today that are fear-producing, rejection words, negative words. And then we're going to discuss the rest of the five in, an, in the next episode. So the first negative word... Uh, we have first let's talk about what, what why negative words right sorry uh, being sold nobody likes to being sold even though we love buying we never like to be sold so instead of selling you tell them you will own this right so these type of things we're going to be doing um, now let's say number one price right that's one of the most common used word in sales and that should be eliminated. Uh, that's a fear-producing word. Price of a home, price of a vehicle, price of an insurance policy. When people hear that subconsciously in their mind, they're like, hmm, if that's the price, I must shop around to get a better deal. Okay, so so that's that's what goes on in back of their mind when we say price. So instead of price, we use we can use investment. So that will. Uh, stop the lower price shop mindset, right? That I should shop around for lower prices. 
the second one on the list is down payment. Now, whenever I used to be the one that as well, when people or salespeople would tell me, well, the down payment is this much, I'll be like, man, I don't have that much money today. Maybe I'm not ready to make that decision today. I'm not ready to write that check today. So with that being said, down payment creates that urgency, which is good. That was probably the tactic behind it. But Today's consumer, with the help of internet and everything else, is far more different than it was when the down payment word came out. So we need to change our vocabulary a bit around them, right, in order to be in order to be successful. So we can replace down payment with initial investment. Now your initial investment is going to be five thousand dollars on this vehicle, or fifteen thousand dollars, or twenty five thousand dollars on this house, whatever the case may be. Uh, number third, the word to avoid. Most common, again, contract. Contract, I understand we all have some sort of a digital or paper contract to, you know, when we're, we're selling something, right? That's, that's okay, but we can have different words because contract is like, oh boy, I don't want to do any contract. I, I, I have enough bills already, right? We all do. So we don't want to add one more to our, to our monthly billing. So you can say, you can say paperwork. Paperwork is fine, you know. Um, doesn't matter if it's electronic or, or, again, manual. That's fine. But you can say paperwork. You call it paperwork. That's okay. People love to agree. So you can also say agreement. Or you can just say, I'm filling up the form. Right? You can use the word form, agreement, or simply paperwork. This will... At this way, they will use their defenses not as much as they would when they hear the word contract, right? Number four on the list is another one very much related to contract is sign. I personally do not use this word in my presentation. So when I'm closing a deal, I don't use sign because I think people say, oh boy, if I sign this, then, I, then I'm, again, I'm in a contract, I'm bound, right? And think about it, when we were younger, so mom and dad told us, don't buy anything, don't sign anywhere unless you talk to us. So that mentality still still, still is fresh in our mind, somewhere in our subconscious mind, I should say it. So there are some other words we can use instead of signing it. You can ask your customers to endorse it, write your, your paperwork. You can endorse my paperwork or you can say, um, I'm going to send you the, over the paperwork. You can authorize it. That's fine. My agreement, please authorize it or approve my paperwork or my agreement. You know, all those words, um, endorse, authorize, approve, you can use any one of those, but try not to use the word sign. The last word that we're going to discuss today is, you know, customers don't like to buy. I already said that, so I'm going to use that one again. It's the word buy, right? So when you say you're going to buy this, are you going to buy this, are you ready to buy Anything like that is actually make them uncomfortable and they'll be like, you know what, we've discussed this. Me and my wife have discussed this already. We're not buying anything today because they always, you know, say before coming in to see a car, to house or insurance or, or furniture, whatever it is, they'll be like, we're not going to buy today. We're just going to look around. And that's how it all starts. So and if you say you have to buy today or are you going to buy today or, you know, when you buy this, then they're like, no, no, no. We just told you <clears throat> we're not going to be buying today. We're here to look around, shop around, and that's it. So don't use the word buy. You can say people who own this vehicle get great mileage, right? 
and their fuel fuel cost is down. Um, their repair costs are down. The people who people who own the this insurance policy actually have more you know satisfaction and peace of mind and anything like that so people like to own things but they don't like to buy things that's just psychologically using words differently i truly hope i've given you some good words to use some five five of them to eliminate from your vocabulary at completely completely at all from your vocabulary uh, so that you don't use it in your sales presentations and in the next show i'm going to use i'm going to share with you Five more words that Tom Hopkins shared with us. Um, again, not to do not use those words in your presentation. So if you like to, uh, if you like what you hear, please come back tomorrow so that we can learn about those five words. And like always, I appreciate your time on on the podcast. Please like, share, subscribe, comment to my show, and I will see you on the next one. Thank you.